Welcome to Jax Does Homestuck. My name is Jackie, otherwise known as Jax. I am Socially Anxious Dragon on Tumblr, um, and I'm reading Homestuck because I wanted an excuse to read it from the very beginning to the very end, which I haven't had a chance to do before because it it's very long. It's a very long comic thing. So I wanted to do something different with it. Um, I had been considering just doing a review, but I feel like I will absorb more if I read it out loud and actually have to like look at all the words instead of just kind of skimming through. Um, and I'm, I might have missed stuff by just skimming through. So yeah, I figured I'd record it and let you all listen to it. It might be easier for some people to listen along rather than read along, especially when we get to some of the type quirks that are coming up. Uh, it won't be for quite a while, um, but uh, it, it just might be helpful for that. So here I go. I'm going to start at the very beginning. Thank you all for listening. A young man stands in his bedroom. It just so happens that today, the 13th of April, 2009, is this young man's birthday. Though it was 13 years ago he was given life, it is only today he will be given a name. What will the name of this young man be? Enter name. Zeusmel Poop Lord. Try again, smartass. Try again. John Egbert. Examine room. Your name is John. As was previously mentioned, it is your birthday. A number of cakes are scattered about your room. You have a variety of interests. You have a passion for really terrible movies. You like to program computers, but you are not very good at it. You have a fondness for paranormal lore and are an aspiring amateur magician. You also like to play games sometimes. What will you do? Quickly retrieve arms from drawer. Your arms are in your magic chest, poop lord. Remove cake from magic chest. Out of sympathy for John's perceived lack of arms, you pick up the cake for him and put it on his bed. Quickly retrieve arms from magic chest. You retrieve your fake arms from the chest. You use these for hilarious antics. You capture log them in your Silodex. You have no idea what that actually means, though. There are other items in the chest. Examine contents of chest. In here you keep an array of humorous and mystical artifacts, each one a devastating weapon in the hands of a skilled magician or a cunning prankster. You are neither of these things. Among the artifacts are two fake arms, currently capture logged in your Silodex, one pair of trick handcuffs, one stunt sword, one magician's hat, one pair of beagle pus glasses, several smoke pellets, several blood capsules, and one copy of Colonel Sassaker's daunting text of magical frivolity and practical japery, and one copy of Harry Anderson's Wise Guy by Mike Cavaney. Some of this stuff may come in handy at some point. For now, you decide to just take the smoke pellets. 
capture log smoke pellets. You stow the smoke pellets on one of your capture log cards in your Silodex. You still aren't totally sure what that means, but you are starting to get the hang of the vernacular at least. You have two empty capture log cards remaining. Equip fake arms. You aren't totally sure if equip is a verb copacetic with the abstract behavioral medium in which you dwell, but you give it a try anyway. Unfortunately, you cannot access the fake arms. Their card is underneath the one you just used to capture log the smoke pellets. You will have to use the pellets first in order to access the arms, but this is probably unadvisable since you just make your room lousy with smoke. Your Silodex's fetch modus is currently dictated by the logic of stack data structure. You were never all that great with data structures and you find the concept puzzling and mildly irritating. But with any hope, perhaps you will advance new, more practical fetch modi for your Silodex with a little more experience. Examine Problem Sleuth Poster Is it even possible to get any more hard-boiled than that? You really doubt it. This poster was one of your wisest purchases. There is a nice spot on the wall next to it. You've been meaning to hang another poster there soon. Read note on drawer. Happy birthday, son. I am so proud of you. This note is rich with the aroma of fatherly aftershave and colognes. Beside the note is a rolled-up poster. Take poster. Another birthday artifact. You wonder what is printed on the poster. You'll need some way to hang it on your wall. Acquire hammer and nails. They will come in handy. You first place the hammer into your Silodex. But now all of your capture log cards are full. You wonder what will happen if you try to take the nails. You guess it doesn't hurt to try. Take nails. You capture log four nails into the top card and push all artifacts down a card. The fake arms are pushed entirely out of the deck. Oh well, they're probably completely useless anyway. But you probably don't want to do that again unless you want to drop the smoke pellets and suffer the consequences. In any case, you now feel like you have gathered enough things to get down to business and do some really important stuff. The next thing you do will probably be exceptionally meaningful. Squawk like an imbecile and shit on your desk. This is the dumbest idea you've had in weeks! Stupid, stupid, stupid. And yet, the polished surface of your desk, it beckons. Combine the nails and hammer. You merge the top two cards. The hammer and nails are now capture logged on the same card and can be used together. Use hammer and nails on poster. You use the hammer and nails card in conjunction with the card beneath it. Nail poster to wall. You use the hammer, nails, and poster on the blank space on the wall. It's glorious. Exactly what you wanted. The old man really came through this time. Examine Con Air poster. Put the bunny back in the box. I said put the bunny back in the box. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? Examine Deep Impact Poster. 
Morgan Freeman's genteel homespun mannerisms were perfect qualities for a president residing over a crisis. Oceans rise, cities fall, hope survives. Wow. Films about impending apocalypses fascinate you. Plus, a black president? Now you've seen everything. Examine calendar. You've marked your birthday, the 13th of April. Another day you marked was supposed to be the arrival date for the highly touted Esper beta launch. It's been three days already. It's starting to become a sore subject with you. Eat cake. You are sick to death of cake. You've been eating it all day, and you have no intention of clogging your silodex with it either. The cake stays put for now. You hear a notice from your computer. Someone is messaging you. You pull up to your computer. This is where you spend most of your time. You decorated your desktop with some rather handsome wallpaper, which you made yourself. You are really proud of it. Your desktop is also littered with various programming project files. You are so bad at programming, sometimes you wonder why you even bother with it. Your pester chum application is flashing. Someone is trying to get in touch with you. Open pester chum. Only one of your chums is logged in. He sent you a message. Open message. Turntech Godhead TG began pestering ectobiologist EB at 1613. TG. Hey, so what sort of insane loot did you rake in today? EB. I got a little monsters poster. It's so awesome. I'm going to watch it again today. The apple juice scene was so funny. TG. Oh, hell, that is such a coincidence. I just found an unopened container of apple juice in my closet. It's like fucking Christmas up in here. EB. Okay, that's fine, but I just have one question and then a word of caution. Have you ever seen a movie called Little Monsters starring Howie Mandel and Fred Savage? TG. But the seal on the bottle is unbroken. Are you suggesting someone put piss in my apple juice at the factory? EB. All I'm saying is, don't you think Monster Howie Mandel has the power to do something as simple as reseal a bottle? Try using your brain, numbnuts. TG. Why did the fat kid, or whoever, drink it know what piss tasted like? I mean, his reaction was nigh instantaneous. EB. It was the 15th day in a row Howie Mandel peed in his juice. TG. Okay, I can accept that. Monster B-list celebrity douchebags are cunning and persistent pranksters. Also, Fred Savage has a really punchable face. But who cares about this? Let's stop talking about it. Did you get the beta yet? EB. No. Did you? TG. Man, I got two copies already. But I don't care. I'm not going to play it or anything. The game sounds boring. Did you see how it got slammed in GameBro? EB. GameBro is a joke and we both know it. TG. Yeah. Why don't you go check your mail? Maybe it's there now. EB. All right. Look out window. You see the view of your yard from your window. Hanging from the tree is your tire swing. In a kid's yard, a tree without a tire swing is like a proper gentleman without a monocle. That is to say, he can hardly be considered a terribly proper gentleman at all. And there beside your driveway is the mailbox. Examine mailbox. Little red arm swingy dealy thingy, or whatever it is called, is flipped up. What what the hell is that thing called, anyway? 
you do not have time for these semantics. The red flippy lover thing means you have new mail, and that means the beta might be here. Go outside and check mailbox. You are about to hurry downstairs when you hear a car pull into the driveway. It looks like your dad has returned from the grocery store. Oh, great. He is beating you to the mail. Forget it. Check mail later. If you go downstairs to get it, he will likely monopolize hours of your time. You decide to chill out up here for a while until the dust settles. Sometimes you feel like you are trapped in this room. Stuck, if you will, in a sense which possibly borders on the titular. And now your chum is pestering you again. The clockwork of friendship turns ceaselessly, operating the swing-lever dealies of harassment in perpetuity. Whatever, the dude can just hold his damn horses. Examine games on CD rack. You've put countless man-hours into this assortment of quality titles. Read Colonel Sassaker's daunting text. You decide to consult with the colonel's bottomless wisdom. Good grief, this thing is huge. It could kill a cat if you dropped it. But to really dig into this hefty book, you will have to capture it. You are not sure you are ready to logjam your other artifacts beneath it just yet. Capture fake arms again. What did you just say? You don't want to clog up your... Oh, Jesus, in a momentary lapse of concentration, you accidentally capture arms again. Set Pesterchum status to bully. You don't think the situation is quite dire enough to go all the way to rancorous, but you still feel the pester chum client should reflect your mood change in some way. Bully will have to do, you guess. This, unsurprisingly, does nothing whatsoever. Oh, right, you forgot your chum is still pestering you. Answer chum. TG. Is it there? Please say yes. Maybe you can play it with TT. She's been pestering me all day about it. She's macking on me so hard all the time, I start to feel embarrassed for her. I mean, not that I can blame her or anything. E.B. Yes, it is understandable because you are really attractive. I am attracted to you. T.G. Thank you. J.K. Haha. No, I don't have it yet. My dad has the mail, and I guess I have to go get it from him and see if it's there. And I've been busy spending all afternoon shitting around with my stupid Silodex. It's so frustrating. T.G. What's your modest? E.B. What? T.G. How do you retrieve artifacts from it? E.B. Oh, like, one at a time, I guess? And if I put too much in, something falls out. T.G. Stack! <laughs> E.B. What is yours? T.G. Hash map. My bro taught me a few tricks. He basically knows everything and is awesome. E.B. What the hell is that? T.G. You should probably brush up on your data structures. E.B. I guess. T.G. Did you at least allocate your stripe specibus? E.B. No. T.G. It could free up a card for you, plus let you attack stuff whenever things get too hot to handle, which is never. What have you got? E.B. Well, I've got a hammer, but it's trapped under some arms. T.G. Wow, you really suck at this, don't you? Just get rid of the arms and then allocate the hammer to the specibus. E.B. How? T.G. I don't know. Just use the arms on any old thing and see if it works. Combine fake arms with cake. You stick the fake arms in the cake on your bed. This definitely makes the cake at least 300% more hilarious. You're sure Colonel Sassaker would know the precise index of elevated hilarity. 
allocate hammer to strife specibus. You check the back of your strife specibus for the kind abstratus you have in mind for it. Select hammer. Your strife specibus has been allocated with the hammer kind abstratus. The hammer has been moved from your catalog deck to your strife deck. Report progress to TG. EB. Okay, I did it. TG. Hammer kind? EB. Yeah. TG. Okay, that will be the permanent allocation for your specibus. I guess I should have mentioned that. EB. Uh. TG. Hope you like hammers, dude. EB. Yeah, that's fine, I guess. I can't imagine it's going to be all that relevant. Capture Log Colonel's Big Book. Now that you've got some space in your Silodex to work with, you figure you might as well start squandering it immediately. Ordinarily, this ridiculous book would be way too heavy to carry around in any practical way. You guess maybe this is one respect in which the cards present some convenience. Examine Gamebro Magazine. Gamebro, Esperb. Why, Game of the Year or whatever isn't as good as some other stuff I like that's better. Read article. So, okay, Esperb is this game that a lot of cats seem hella pumped of, and this beta is sitting on my desk for review, so I'm like, yeah, man, I'll write something. But I don't know. I'm like, so this is about houses or some noise? That's fine. I'm sure that's like fucking dynamite and handbag for some brosives. But all I'm saying is, when do you get to thrash anything? When you're playing house or some shit, are you ever in jeopardy of getting mud on your doll's dresses or whatever from busting out, and I quote, the mad stunts all wicked up-ins? Know what I'm saying, bro yo ma? I didn't actually play this game, but I gave it like 1.5 hats out of 5 hats to keep it real. At this point, I'd like to give a shout-out to my boy Dennis, who was over the other day. We were going to chill in front of The Dark Knight, and he was so psyched of it, y'all. So this one time, he was leaning against the screen door, and the shit popped open, and the back deck was wet, and he slipped down the steps and broke his thumb on the lawn. It wasn't a long fall, but hey, I guess a thumb bone wasn't made for supporting the brunt of a huge useless tool against wet grass. We never did watch Dark Knight on account of Ron trucking his bawling candy-ass girth to the hospital. But it's cool. I still got another watch in me. Brotel Wanda. Bro notes. Dennis was so wasted. Haha. <laughs> I mean, damn. Capsulog Game Bro. It might come in handy if you ever need something that burns easily. Capsulog Magician's Hat. You expend your final card on the magician's hat. Get funny glasses, too. You don't have a free card in your Silodex. However, you are able to merge the Beaglepus with the magician's hat to create clever disguise. Wear disguise to fool Dad. John? Who is this John you speak of? You are quite certain there has never been, nor ever will be, yeah, this is a really shitty disguise. While you are wearing the items, they remain on the card, but it is temporarily removed from the deck, thus freeing up the cards beneath it. Leave room. Okay, and that is the uh, end of this section. Figured that we'd stop before he actually goes out of the room, just because that's a good stopping point, and it's kind of early, so I, I can figure out how my first episode's really going. And... um 
Next time, we'll be starting on page 001947. Um, so you can type that into um, the mspaintadventures.com uh, if you go there. Uh, I mean, there's other numbers and stuff, but you can you can figure it out. You're smart people. I believe in you. So, yeah, and we should be with John the entire time next time and stopping right after that. So um, I'll try to post these... We'll see how how far I get. I want to do weekly. I might do more than that. Uh, I might even post two, depending. Like, I mean, this time since I'm starting, I might post two. We'll we'll see how this goes. But hopefully, I can do at least weekly. I'll get a good backlog on this, so I can have just it scheduled to be posted. Uh, again, thank you for listening. This has been Jax Does Homestuck.